folks, how are we doing today? So something I've been thinking about for a month now is what kind of transpires after this health event, right? We all know, and we've all talked about the Fed, what the Fed is doing, trillions of dollars, you know, direct payments to consumers, small business loans, broken supply chains, restaurants closed, you know, all of this stuff. I think the natural inclination of folks when we sort of think back to history is, hey, if the Fed goes all in, inflation ensues. And while I think inflation could be a hangover effect of what we are going through, I'm actually pretty convinced as of this morning after probably 50 or 60 hours of reading about what's going on, that deflation is going to be the story of 2020. I think deflation in the consumer price index, the CPI, is going to be real. It is going to be probably growing in reality for Q2 and Q3. When you really look at the CPI, it is, it is calculated on a basket of goods. And there's been long, long discussions about the, how balanced the basket of goods is. Uh, is it really a true representation of what goes on in the consumer psychology? Um, I think that's going to be out the window. I think the basket of goods is going to prove to be pretty pretty timely. And we'll review things that are in it right now. Um, there's a long list, and I'll have to look at my notes because I don't remember them all. But let's talk about each of them individually. And then realize why I'm pretty convinced that deflation is going to be the problem in 2020. And the Fed can't stop it. This is not a monetary problem, right? It's not about money. It's not about currency. It's about supply-demand imbalances. And what we are about to see in this list that we go through is there are some items that will inflate. But there are many, many items that will deflate or reduce in price because the supply demand is out of whack. There's too much supply and not enough demand. And based on my econ degree, which I got from Santa Clara University, when supply exceeds demand, pricing goes down. Hence, we have deflation in the consumer price index. So again, the basket of goods that is used to calculate CPI, basic things like food and energy, but when you break down food, it's like cereal, milk, coffee, you know, things, things that we all eat, things that we are buying in droves from grocery stores today. I think there is a possibility that some of those items increase. I, I've heard about eggs increasing in price recently. But I also hear about milk being thrown away by the farmers. So I, I think that most necessities of food get cheaper uh, because restaurants aren't consuming. We have a supply problem. I have now heard many, many places that are taking prime cuts of meat and turning it into ground beef, for example. I believe food as a basket of goods is going to get cheaper because we have cut off a big uh, consumer, right? The demand is not there, i.e. restaurants. Restaurants, hotels, I mean, all those people that used to feed folks during the day, it's just not there. It's just not, not, uh, not the demand isn't there. Next, energy. 
Have you not seen oil collapse? I think on Friday it was under 18 or it was $18. Uh, oil was over 40 and over 60 and we can probably all remember when oil was over 100. Energy is cheaper. Gas is cheaper. I've seen many pictures of gas under $2 in California, which is crazy given all our taxes. But it's been under a dollar in some states. That is crazy. But again, it's a demand problem. I've driven my car five miles in the last month on a couple of trips to the grocery store. Demand is not there. Energy is going to get cheaper. Deflation is coming. Housing costs. Here's a big one. I think rent for Class A properties will be cheaper by the end of the year than today. I think Class B properties will be cheaper by the end of the year than they are today. Class C might be cheaper, but probably flat just because it's a supply-demand problem. Again, think housing costs. Where is their supply glut? Likely Class A, certainly Class B. Class C doesn't have a supply problem. There's, there's more demand than there is supply. So Class C probably stays stable. But if you have price drops in Class A and Class B, you will have housing cost deflation. Apparel. Oh my God, clothing. There is so much clothing sitting in warehouses and at retailers. Clothing is going to be cheaper. It just is. Transportation. Again, we are shutting down rail lines. We're shutting down flights. Even when these things pick back up, you are going to be able to get great prices. You probably will be able to get a round-the-world ticket for less than 1000 or 1500 bucks. You probably get to Europe for under 500 get to Asia for under 500 they are going to have so much supply it's going to take ridiculous pricing to get people to go you know to take that leap at least in the beginning toys same deal as apparel got a lot of toys sitting in warehouses and retailers not selling there's going to be a huge mass sale and liquidation uh, they even believe it or not have uh, cost of admission to museums of all places again people are not going out pricing is going to go down so i just don't know how at least for 2020 we do not have deflation and if you know anything about the fed deflation freaks them out scares them but again they need to appreciate that we do not have a monetary problem with deflation it is supply demand and this is just going to take a time to unwind. As we come out of this and we have some cities loosening up the stay-at-home orders, you'll see, some, you'll see demand slowly pick up, but it is not going to be a V-shaped recovery. It probably isn't even a U-shaped recovery. It is a long L. And it's going to take us until 2021 to really get back to any kind of meaningful demand tied to where we were. Again, this is not meant to scare you. This is not meant to be anything. It is just simply meant to inform. We can also debate. If you disagree with me, please let me know. I'm always open to debate. Leave comments below uh, because I'm always asking myself, what do I do? What do I do if, when I see the chessboard? So when I see deflation, you know, what am I going to do? Well, first off, I know that interest rates are going to be low for a long time. The Fed will not raise interest rates in a deflationary environment. It just won't happen. Um, thanks, Jay. I appreciate that. 
Um, so I think deflation will, will mean interest rates, cost of capital. If, if you watch this channel for a year, you know I follow cost of capital because it's the biggest expense in my, my investments, my, my rentals. So I think those are going to be low. I think I will have chances to refinance going forward. That is good. Um, I think rents, if you had class A or class B, will, could go down. So adjust your calculations. Um, and I think housing prices could go down. Again, I think we'll see, some, we'll see two markets. The median, above the market collapses. Below the market, there's just no supply. It's just a supply-demand picture. So we're going to see a bifurcated market. Uh, so, of course, I will play below the market. There's going to be some competition for sure, but I am not going to get crushed in this high-end market. It's just not the place to be. So, what do you think? Do you think we have deflation in 2020? We haven't had it as long as I can remember. We've had, we've had spats of it where we're concerned. Even in the Great Recession, we did not have deflation. So, I'm wondering, what do you think? What do you do? What do you do in a deflationary environment? I wonder what happens to salaries, right? I think salaries, I don't know. I think salaries could be, I think we could see an increase in that as people compete to get back to work. But I think that's slow. I think rising wages maybe is a 2021 thing. I think in the beginning, lots of people will just be ready to get back to work. Going from 25% unemployment to 20 to 15 to 10, that's going to be a journey. Um, so again, I'm a, you know, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm not trying to scare anybody. But if you're going to be investing any dollars, you need to understand that you know what we may have deflation this year. Lots and lots of talking heads on TV are talking about inflation and the printing press on high and the Fed is trying to do this or that. But guess what? I think they're wrong, or at least they're early. Saying they're wrong is probably not accurate. They're just early. I think 2020 is deflation. Yes. And then we have inflation. Yeah, Jay, I agree. I think it's, I don't know if it's hyperinflation, certainly not right away. I think it's gradual, right? We go deflation and then inflation picks up and then we have to be very, very cautious that hyperinflation is a possibility. But I think 2020 is deflation. 2021 is inflation. And then we see where that goes. So again, let me know what you think. I'm feeling pretty good about this call on deflation in 2020. It scares me. I guess, again, it doesn't scare me, but it's it's different. You have to think different in a deflationary environment. So let me know what you think. Leave comments below. As always, subscribe. Take care. Have a wonderful day.